All right, it is episode number 212 of the Things You Need to Know podcast presented by OnVine Media. Our sponsor is still the Richmond Family YMCA. Before we get to our sponsor, we welcome in uh, Josh Michaels, who is um, busy getting some, I don't know, what what are you doing this weekend? So I, um, for some reason, uh, answered the call when my my best friend's like, hey, I need some help with this uh, this project. And if anybody knows anything about me, you know that I I am soft. I am office job. I am computer work. I am not manual labor. Uh, so I uh, have been helping today to demo a shower in a bathroom and, uh, you know, busting out drywall and cutting out the old tub and carrying this thing out and there's stuff falling everywhere and you know, for the first like hour and a half of the project, my job was to go into the closet and take down the old organization system and just basically take screws out of the wall. Uh, and then it got to the point where there was some high stuff that needed cut and I could reach it from the floor. So then I got to play with a Sawzall and that was all she wrote. I mean, we were just cooking out there with power tools um, before the actual uh, skilled uh, laborer had to get in there because uh, Jay's work construction since we were in high school and I uh, have not. So, well, I do know your friend Jay and um, him tapping you means he, you were not the first person on the list for him to contact. Right. I mean, you you were somewhere in the middle toward the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. My, even my own brother goes, you doing construction. He knows you're not anywhere close to handy. Right. I was like, yeah. When I moved into my house in Fort Wayne, I wasn't even allowed to hang pictures because he was just getting so frustrated at how I was doing it that he went ahead and did it himself. Uh, most of our other friends were busy this weekend and, uh, you know, he's been working out of town during the week. So he's like, Hey, need some help, buddy. Uh, so the only other person that was going to help him was our, our friend's wife who's pregnant and, uh, you know, can't be lifting a shower. So the yeah. bottom of the barrel comes calling and here I am. So I have always found everything hurts. Yeah, I was going to say, the other than you hurting, the only other part about home improvement that I have heard that is held true is that when you start a project, you uncover about six more things you got to do and several trips to the hardware store, several trips. I mean, did that all happen today? Yeah, we did make the uh, the trip to, to Lowe's to buy the new stuff for framing and drywall and all this stuff. Oh, and again, I don't know what I'm doing here, but, you know, I'm carrying uh, like... 10 foot sheets of drywall and we had to get like nine or 10 of these things and like a bucket of plaster. Like it is just, like I said, way, oh way above my pay grade. One time I helped a friend with drywall and we started drinking beer. And by the time we were done with all the patching, we thought we had done a good job. And the next morning we come back over to gaze on our handicraft and found out that the sanding was going to take forever. We covered the entire room, floor, all the furniture with drywall dust because we didn't smooth it out. We just kept drinking and talking and having fun. And there's huge, thick pockets of of drywall mud. Uh, But those, you know, drywall sheets are heavy. People don't know that. They're not, it's not light. Sheetrock is rock. It seemed like it was light coming off the wall. And then, you know, where you're in the hardware store. He's like, yeah, we need these. And he's, I'm like, tried to grab like a stack. And he's like, ah, two at a time, bud. He's like, you're going to blow your back out. It's like, what? I picked this thing up and it was nuts. You know, so we go through yeah. there and you know, we got a stack of lumber. Like 
you know, the kind of trip to the hardware store that I've never made before. And it was just eye opening one, how much this stuff costs. And two, I mean, just what all goes into like 90% of stuff we bought today, you're not even going to see it's all stuff that has to go to support a new shower and stuff. And I uh, will forever hire a contractor because the morning started off with me thinking like, if nothing else, this is going to lead to me being overconfident and try something stupid. And maybe I'd want to do this myself. Granted, I don't have half the tools he does, uh, but somewhere well, we started probably around eight o'clock and somewhere near 10, 30, 11, I had just given up hope that I could ever do this on my own uh, and just everything in my body hurt. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, is the project done and then we'll move, we'll move on from this, but are, are you close? Is your, is your role over at this point or are you going back in tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I'm needed tomorrow uh, because we're talking like framing and actually doing oh, this kind of stuff. So I was there to load the truck at the hardware store um, and then he was going to do some things and had some other uh, obligations tonight. So I don't know if I'm going to get the call tomorrow. Uh, I wouldn't we'll be offended if I don't. Yeah, uh, well, you're kind of secretly hoping you're not, right? It's like, ah, I think I'm going to handle it. Thank you, Josh. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, like... I can help you carry the stuff in the bathroom, but like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the measuring person. I'm not someone you can send out to the saw to cut anything. So like really my usefulness ended at demolition. Well, and there's gotta be something therapeutic about demo day, right? I've always heard that getting a hammer in your hands or sawzall that you can exert some, some steam and stress of the week by doing demo day. I had him uh, mark off uh, the parts that we were going to be taken out, you know? So like, yeah. give me a clearly defined target area right. and let me put a claw hammer through it. Oh, that right. sounds good. All right. Well, we'll get started with our podcast that uh, Josh is with us. Our podcast, as I mentioned, episode 212 brought to you by the Richmond Family YMCA. They still have openings for the front desk membership, Cambridge City Earning Learning Child Care Center for part-time work, also Charles After School Care, Charles After School Care. Make sure I correct that. Silver Sneakers Strengthening Class happens on Tuesday mornings, and they've also got some Zumba, uh, some more. Um, well, it's not demo day, but it might as well be when you think about the hit <laughs> classes that happen on Wednesday nights with Derek Callahan, and they've got indoor cycling, a lot of programming, and youth soccer started today. Um, at the indoor soccer games. And of course, they're practicing social distancing. Check out the Richmond Family YMCA by going to their website, richmondfamilyymca.org. How simple is that? And you can also follow them on Facebook and get all of the information that you need on programs and classes. And you can participate in some of these classes and not be a Y member, but why wouldn't you join the Y? It's good anywhere in the country. Your membership is. Get on it. And um Maybe if you're doing some demo work, you could also uh, work out some of those kinks. If you get some muscle cramps or strains or other things, you can always be in better shape for the next time your friend <laughs> calls you and says, hey. <laughs> when you're doing manual labor, you won't feel like you've been hit by a bus four hours into it. Yeah, why not? Why not? So there we go. All right. Our first story of the day. And, you know, we like to share um, things you, you didn't necessarily know. I think probably everybody's heard a little bit about it, but getting your take, Josh, and allowing me to come down on Hasbro for what is um, a sign of the times, perhaps, Mr. Potato Head is going gender neutral. 
The Hasbro favorite will now simply be known as Potato Head. The change is going to appear on boxes this year. In fact, many toy makers have been updating their classic brands, hoping to connect better to today's kids and reflect more modern families. I'm fine with that. Barbie, for example, shed its blonde image and now comes in multiple skin tones and body shapes. Sure, no problem. Thomas the Tank Engine added a few more female characters, as you should. And American Girl is now selling a boy doll. Uh, but part of the rebranding, Hasbro released a new Potato Head play set that lets kids create their own types of families, including two moms, two dads. Totally fine. No sweat there. But I'm just wondering, this toy has been around since 1952. And there's just something, I mean, even from Toy Story uh, and mm-hmm. other Pixar movies, I mean, the Mr. Potato Head is a key, uh, a key role in those movies. I just think it may be a little too much, but I don't know. What's your take on it? Well, my whole thing is I just don't understand what the point of making that announcement was when they came out later on Twitter and they said that it was announced today that the Potato Head brand name and logo are dropping the Mr. Uh, and they said they're proud to confirm that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will still remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Uh, so I don't I mean, they're going to, I guess, maybe uh, not have it as prominent on the, the, the packaging, but it doesn't sound like it's really changing. Like, essentially, yeah. they updated the logo and they just made just a, a just PR nightmare for themselves that could have been avoided if they just kind of shrunk the logo and just let it eat, you know? Right, right. Um, other news going on in our Things You Need to Know podcast, uh, The Boss made his virtual court appearance this week in regards to his DUI arrest last fall. He pleaded guilty to drinking with fans at a New Jersey park, a single count of drinking in a closed area. Uh, He dodged some charges of DWI and reckless driving because prosecutor says that he wasn't drunk during the incident. And all he had to pay was a $540 fine. So we finally got some more information. We've talked about that on at least one uh, previous podcast. I uh, did listen to, his Renegades podcast with him and Barack Obama. I listened to the first two episodes. And um, while, you know, he is the boss and it's the former president of the United States, two really important people into the culture in which we live. But the podcast is sort of meh. It's it's okay. But um, they've been talking about a lot of race and very important issues, no doubt about it. But um I almost had to start drinking in order to start listening to that podcast. I mean, just got a little dull and a little self-indulgent too. He picks up the guitar in the middle of it and strums mm. along. And then they've got some guitar playing in the background while they're, t- while they're talking about some really important issues. Um, it, it seemed a little forced in some parts, uh, not necessarily organic, but Hey, um, I'm not going to criticize uh, learning how to do a podcast while doing a podcast. <laughs> I yeah, guilty. Uh, I think, I think that it's it's hard to judge any podcast on the first two episodes. I mean, it's not like Bruce Springsteen and Obama have like instant chemistry. So, I mean, we'll see how far it goes. But yeah, we'll I, see. I mean, as far as splashy names to to go right off the bat, I mean, you couldn't yeah. put two bigger names together for a podcast. Right, right. And that's why I listened to it. I was like, whoa, these are some heavy hitters. I better check this out. But um, I'll still take Joe Rogan, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the new Muppet show on Disney Plus has now got a disclaimer that says that the program features some stereotypes and mistreatment of people or cultures. 
I, again, uh, I'm not so sure that this is all that necessary. Um, I guess, I, I guess, you know, the whole cancel culture thing, I understand, I appreciate, certainly there are some stereotypes that need to be addressed. But are we worried about Gonzo and a couple of chickens? I mean, what what are we? <laughs> is is the chef not really allowed to be the chef that he wants to be? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the country of Sweden may be upset. How can they be? It's how most of us learn who's from Sweden and how they talk. <laughs> is this uh, is this targeted against the uh, old guys in the balcony? Maybe. I hope um, that you know they're not happy about this. They wouldn't want uh, they wouldn't want to have to put a disclaimer in the front of their show. I'm putting money on this right now. If, <laughs> if the Muppets can get this label, how long is it until Looney Tunes is going to get this label? Yeah, does Tom and Jerry is the new movie got some disclaimer in it that says cats really don't hate mice this much; they just chew them up and eat them. I, you know, how does where do we where do we draw the line, Josh? <sighs> if we knew. We would be rich. <laughs> uh, one sports story for you. How about this? According to CNBC, the NFL has opened negotiations with broadcasters, and they are asking for, get this, a 100% increase in fees for broadcast rights. Uh, but just so you know, the regular season, the TV ratings were down about 7%. As, Which it, is it, interesting, considering you couldn't go to the game. So Yeah, uh, so... Um, the NFL is, you know, captain of all sports. They dictate what everybody else can do or get. You think they get anywhere close to this or is this just their opening offer? I think it's their opening offer, but it's such a big chunk of, you know, so many people's coverage, you know, but there's so many different players in the game. I mean, obviously you got ESPN, you know, with Monday Night Football and everything. Plus, you have CBS, uh, CBS and Fox and even Amazon Prime sliding in there on those Friday games, like yeah. the Thursday games, rather. Um, it's just one of those things where they're the only game in town. Right. So you almost have to pay it. It's not like you're going to shell out that kind of money for the XFL, whenever that comes back around. Well, and NBC is in this uh, dogfight as well. I think at some point the NFL um, can price themselves out of the market. And when they mm -hmm. do, it's still in the Jeff Bezos market. It's still, yeah. you know, some of those um, streaming services that could pick up the national rights to broadcast games. I think there's a, there's a day in our future where football is not on your standard broadcast networks like Fox or CBS or NBC. Don't you at some point? Well, and that's something I struggle with, you know, because I've cut the cord like many years ago. And, you know, luckily now I live in a place where the TV stations are. So those over the air antennas like work. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of times it got kind of tricky to watch the Browns early on in the season. Like I was sure. finding some streams that were guaranteed bootleg to be able to watch, uh, you know, some of those games. But, man, if, if you could just do something as simple as going to Amazon, that just makes the, the, uh, the value of your prime membership that much more worth it. Yep. A couple other stories. Dr. Fauci says that Americans could be wearing masks well into 2022. Um, I'm not sure that's going to stop some people from wearing masks even beyond that. But if you don't get the cold or a flu in over a year, I mean, I told you I was still comfortable wearing masks. I just think Fauci seems to be um, negative Nancy these days. He seems all the success we've seen with COVID and he's still, I know he's trying to be cautious, but 
damn, man, you can't start telling people we're going to be wearing masks into next year. You can't do it. The, the thing that frustrates me is just like the timing of it, because it's like, you know, we're, we're things are starting to get better. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, man, maybe we should wear two masks. And I, like, I'm yeah. nowhere near an anti-masker, but like a year into the game, we can't just suddenly decide that you need to wear two. Like, right. What, what have we been doing this whole time? And, you know, and like, like you said, he's just, he just seems to be that dark cloud. And I know that's his job. And maybe he's just getting a bad rap because he is the grim reaper of bad news when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, but man. And I he's the go-to. Stories. He's the yeah, go-to. Like, Everybody goes to him. He is the authority. So it's yeah. like, all right, well, I mean, what do I know compared to what he's saying? But it's just like, come on, like more. Right. Right. The new survey says that, um, according to 2000 Americans that responded to the survey, the perfect age was agreed upon mid thirties. In fact, the age of 36 is the perfect age in your life. Now I am well past 36 and I don't think you're there yet. No, so, I uh, still have time to get my life together. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was the question is, um, if they're right and 36 is the best age of your life, uh, that's I, what is it? You, no sore joints. Uh, maybe there's some shacking up going on. You, you finally learn at 36 how to have sex. I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> makes 36 the number. Uh, um, I don't it, know that it's for me, but is it something that you're looking forward to? Year I'm 36. I'm not sure if it's any of those things that you mentioned, but I, I hope by 36 that I am uh, uh, a little more financially stable and in a, in a solid career by 36. Uh, those other things are, are great. Uh, you know, I'm certainly not going to argue with those points, but I would hope by 36, like the uh, onslaught of student yeah. loan debt goes down a little bit. Maybe you're in a, in a hard housing market situation. Good point. All of your student loans can be over by the time you're 36, unless you're going to be a doctor of some sort. I don't know. Unless you work in radio, in which case, yikes. Yeah, that's right. According to one survey, again, 38% of us said that we would give up sex for an entire year if we could just safely travel. Uh, I'm good. I don't know that I fit into 38%. Um, Who needs to see the world anyway? Well, I mean... You get to go by yourself if you're going to be safely traveling. <laughs> I mean, Fine, have, give me, yeah, give me Fauci's triple masks. Yeah, <laughs> we're rolling the dice. <laughs> and our last um, things you need to know: Oregon police pulled over. Um, I guess it's an alleged drunk driver because he's not been prosecuted yet. So we'll use the classy terms. His blood alcohol level, though, nine times the legal limit. So if the legally drunk is 0.08, his blood alcohol level was 0.778. Uh, At what point does he just have blood in his alcohol system? Right. I, I, that, I, I wouldn't even know, uh, I don't even know what the hangover of that looks like, but that that's kind of scary if someone is behind the wheel of a car nine times the legal limit that was shocking to me an absolute uh, moron uh but yeah if my thing is if he, if he was drinking at home that's one thing and if there was somebody there never should have let him out of their sight but if he had that and he was getting served that somewhere someone needs some consequences for that i mean you, you don't stumble into point seven seven eight. yeah 
Uh, like that, that's putting in some work. That's that is right. That's an all day event. That's like when I lost the uh, bet on the World Series and had to get a Cubs tattoo. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, I just had to walk <laughs> across the street. But after that rain delay and the uh, the Indians lost, it was yeah. Well, something we can agree on: sixty five percent of Americans said they would support bacon as the national food of the United States. I can get one hundred percent behind that. Absolutely. I'm all for the bacon seeds. Yep. And you probably need to be drunk if you're going to try this. But it is true. If you fell into a volcano, you're not diving in. You're going to float. Uh, The molten goose density is so thick that you would just land on it and float uh, up until you burst into flames. Man, we're we're not trying that, right? There's a worse way to go. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine? You right. just, you're just laying on the an oven until you spontaneously combust. Like that is just right. Our, well, I'm looking at our weird news stories. I see two. I'm going to let you pick which of our weird news stories you would like to go with, and um, then uh, we need to find out if anybody gave us a negative review or review on Apple. Those are our last well, two things to cover here today. Before we do that, I want to backtrack on something that I saw that kind of stuck out to me that was news to me. Okay. With Gordon Ramsay saying that he, Gordon Ramsay lost $80 million over the last year due to the pandemic. I know that has a lot to do with obviously his restaurants being shut down. Right. Restaurant business. The last, the last year, Gordon Ramsay has thrived on TikTok. People are cooking just simply to have Gordon Ramsay roast their terrible dishes on TikTok. And if there's money to be made there, I would love for him to judge my terrible cooking and be called an idiot sandwich. Is he on Cameo? Oh, I don't because, know. Because, but that'd be. Yeah, because you, could you imagine uh, somebody, one of your friends who thinks they're a really good cook, you send them a Cameo and just have Gordon Ramsay roast them? I don't know. That would be, that would be kind of good. <sighs> oh. One of my friends is was on cameo i don't know if he still is uh, my buddy vic that works with wwe and he said some of the requests that he was getting in there were just brutal like people just wanting you to just roast people yeah what is that um, um well I'm googling well, gordon ramsay right now well okay that loads while that loads um ooh, you got a you got a couple you're looking at them doozies here on the reviews? Oh, no, I'm talking about the uh, those news stories at the oh, end okay, here. yeah. I'm looking at the reviews, and uh, B. Schleep, Brian Schleeper, uh, sent us a review that said, uh, great to hear, Phil again, provides good local news and information. It was from April 25th of 2020. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> we have about 14 reviews, reviews total, uh, but most of them are just giving us five stars. So, well, say we we started yeah. it in there, we got it in there. So, yep. We'll, yep. We'll, look, we're not we're not asking for negative reviews. If they yes, come we through, we're definitely going to read them. Yeah, that's what we want. We want the negative reviews, but still give us the five stars. Yes, give us a five star yeah. and then roast us in the comments. We'll that would totally be fine. Those that would be fine. Um, okay. As far as uh, ending the show on some weird news, how about we talk about uh, uh, really hate washing your underwear? Oh, sure. I, I am doing that right now. So Casey got me uh, two new sets of uh, underwear for Valentine's Day. Didn't ask for them. And maybe that's the point. 
is that she just sort of notices that these are stretched to the limits and there's one hole around the waistband. And so she has gone through and started upgrading my underwear and that's fine. That's part of being in a relationship. That's, you know, that that's what marriage is all about. But I have said, well, I'm still going to wear the old underwear at least one more time since it's clean. I'm not throwing away clean underwear. So I, I wear it. And the pair I've got on is maybe day and a half old. But uh, then I just toss them. And I feel really, um, it's almost like a, a defining moment, a proud moment of being able to just take off your underwear and pitch it into the trash. And I do. I try to do basketball shots with it. I wad those bad boys up and I shoot. And I always try to uh, get one good deuce in. Uh, before I throw them away. That's how I roll. <laughs> are you counting the basket as a deuce? Or are you? Yeah. No, well. Okay. Uh, it, All right. I'm just making sure you were. I could like, double to... deuce it, uh, drop a deuce, and then slam one home. Score two, baby. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a grumpy there. Uh, but if you do hate to wash your underwear, there's a uh, Minnesota company called Herc Leon, and they've come up with what they're calling the world's cleanest underwear. Ooh, tell me about it an innovative self-cleaning undergarment that can be worn daily for weeks, even months without becoming smelly. What? Uh, yikes. Uh, it's all because of their revolutionary material called Herc fiber, uh, which continuously destroys all bacteria and stays clean without needing a wash. All you have to do is let the underwear air out for a bit after wearing it, and you can <laughs> safely put it on again the next day because Herc fiber is made with a blend of bamboo eucalyptus, beechwood, and copper fibers, like old Brett Favre selling in, in the uh, As Seen on TV uh, aisle. Uh, the copper is anti-infection, antibacterial, and also stabilizes and heals the skin. So when it's weaved into the underwear, it'll slow the growth of bacteria. Uh, apparently. Oh, boy. They came up with the idea while on a trip in Iceland, and he'd only packed a backpack of clothing, but realized that it wasn't going to be enough. Uh, some of the clothes uh, were smelling bad after one wear, and it got him to thinking about sustainable solutions. You know, I wonder what a pair of these underwear cost. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Ballpark, it's got to be 50 bucks a pair at least. I am, I am a one-day underwear guy. I just cannot... Uh, even imagine wearing underwear more than uh, one day in a row. And I think there are some guys out there that do. I'm sure that they do wear underwear more than once a day, but that that's just terrible. Uh, well, I'm on their website, uh, Herkleon.com or Herkleon.com. And uh, some socks are about 15 bucks. The original anti-acne mask is 13 and some shirts are running $90 for some t-shirts. Holy crap. But no underwear on the website as of yet. Well, here's the thing that is concerning about it is that uh, someone had to beta test these. Yes. And just, you know, air those out. How and, many days? Know, my, uh, my uncle makes fun of me because sometimes when I go on trips, he says I pack like a transient because I'll just like put some clothes in my laptop bag and just keep it moving. But it's always changes of boxers regardless. Like I might not bring enough shirts 
may only bring one pair of pants, but there's always a change of underwear in there. Like you're not going to not go with that. Are, now, are you a boxer guy? Yeah. Really? I can't yeah. do it. I'm too old. I'm beyond the age of 36. I got to have some oh. support. Uh, I'm old and things drop and you got to pick it back up or otherwise you could be in pain, start chafing. I mean, you got to have I boxer briefs for me. Maybe, maybe that's a part of my problem. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, answering your previous question, now that my internet has decided to cooperate, Gordon Ramsay, not on Cameo. However, okay. Holly Ramsay, Instagram influencer and daughter of Gordon Ramsay, is in fact on Cameo. Well, just not the same, getting ridiculed by some guy's daughter. No. Yeah. She, that'd be, she looks like she's in her 20s. Yeah, that'd be like, uh, that'd be like my daughter, Megan, yelling at you. That's not cool. No, your kids are too smart yeah. to yell at me. When they do it, I just I start questioning a lot of things because they are point. very pointed in their yeah, it's a good critiques. Point. And I, yeah. I love them, but they're but, just too smart for their own good. And they can and they've some, been that way since they were like thirteen. That's right. They can throw some shade too. They they can be un they can just be brutal. Uh, but it's because they're so smart. You can't following up or trying to engage them in some sort of uh, rip off is. I mean, they they will. They will roast you, and it's all over. What do they call those and mic challenges? Get... Or those rap yeah, challenges, like rap battle? Open mic night, yeah, rap yeah, battle. That's what we're no. looking for. No, the worst part is 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 if you get on the wrong side of them, and then they're not going after each other; they're teaming up against you. Just run. Yeah, that's it. It's all over. Very good, Josh. Well, that is our podcast, the Things You Need to Know podcast. Uh, Josh joining me from a hotel room on the set of a new show that's coming to HGTV, Josh and Demo Day. You could do that. You could totally uh, do that. Not in a world where Chip and Joanna Gaines exist. Yeah, well, I've watched I, enough of that in doctor's waiting rooms to know that that's not my deal. Good point. All right, that's our podcast for today. Now, we are on SoundCloud.com. You can search us and find us there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, where not only are we asking for reviews, we certainly want the negative ones too. And that way we'll read them on the air. We're also on mm -hmm. Spotify, Amazon, uh, their podcast uh, platform, and also Google podcast. I think I got everything there, right? Yes. Give the gift of this podcast. Tell your friends. Oh, well, that would be nice. All right. Well, you have a great uh, rest of your weekend and into next week, my friend. It's great to have you join me. It certainly is a lot more fun when uh, you can join us. And we will see you all next week. <laughs>